Dear listener, welcome back to another Zoom recorded interview with some guests. It turns out, as I just realised, that we can't play our intros through the uh, Zoom microphone. It doesn't work. So here we go. Ladies in the yard, ladies out the yard. And welcome back to Inject Chat Flick. I am JT. And I'm Grill Waver. And today we're joined by a couple of Reading Uni hockey blokes. Lewis and Joel, welcome boys. Good morning, thank you for having us. Hello there, thank you for having us. Thank, thank you for coming on. Um, let's, let, let's dive just straight in, let's do hot takes. I've got one ready, but have you boys got some ready? Lewis, I think you have. I do indeed, mate, it's very hot, it's fresh off the press, mate. Okay, go on. I think we should be scrapping green cards in hockey. I think they're a waste of time, and instead, we should just fight out, and then, like ice hockey, first one to the floor wins. Oh yeah, so just that's quite point. that's quite original. We haven't had any. We haven't really had many hot takes on the laws of the game. I'm done with green cards. I've had too many in my time. I was going to say, is this fueled by the fact you've got loads? A few stick tackles in the fours. We don't know how to tackle. You see, so I do want to see more fights in hockey. I think that's definitely yeah. something which should grow the game a bit more. It's quite <laughs> amusing in ice hockey when they throw the gloves down and then start punching people in the helmet. That's so what, why are they doing that? But I want to see more senseless violence. I think that's definitely getting in the game. Um, yeah, to be fair, greens are a bit of a nuisance, I think. But it's quite a good little punishment. You know, you see other sports like football. You don't, you think about how many professional and cynical fouls there are in football. There's no like small punishment. You just get away with it. And then after a few, you get a yellow. Um, so I think the sort of the levels of punishment are quite good in hockey. But yeah, maybe they could replace the two-minute suspension with something a bit more juicy. <laughs> Can you change the game with a man off for two minutes? Have you ever done it? Yeah. We know. No, well, not personally. I can tell you, I'm not, I can I'm tell you that. I'm knowing they're talented enough to do that on my own. But yeah, I, th- I would say so. I think, you know, if you get a green card, if the oppo gets a green card, then you're looking for sort of one decent outcome in that in that two two minute spell. Maybe it maybe you don't quite you know, no. think on not quite levels. not quite our level, I don't think. <laughs> Just Reading in general. What about your hot take, Graver? Speaking of Reading. So obviously we we do wines usually, like sometimes after away games, but I think that port is actually just should be banned just in its entirety. Like this port port thing that Reading do, like get get rid. Like you're basically drinking syrup and like no one's enjoying themselves at that point. You guys didn't even believe that we did that after most games. Yeah, because it's so feral and disgusting. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Reading boys? I let Joel go first. I I can't. I'm lost for words. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a, a frequent porter myself. Um, can't really hack it. I mean, I've had to abuse the TC whenever the ports come up, but I think it's one of the most entertaining parts of the of the Wednesday, and it's it's crucial to the enjoyment, really. Um, I think it's just a bit lightweight, you know, mm. whining and said, to be honest. The only time we ever drink port is at our port and cheese socials. And I struggle to get drunk at those socials just because it's quite grim having to like force my way through the port. You've got to chop it. You've got to chop it. Yeah, I think you do just have to close your eyes. and It's not, it's not there for enjoyment. <laughs> especially the sort of port that students are buying. Like, it's, I don't, I'm sure, especially seeing you have it regularly, you're on something cheap. It's just, it's I'm horrible. I'm trying to see if I've got a bottle so, in my room. 
but I, I definitely don't. Surely not the, a, surely not a only, non-empty bottle. That's the only reason I go on an away game. <laughs> my, my, fir- my first ever hockey match at Reading, they made me half port before the match because it was in Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and it's probably the best I've ever played. <laughs> Honestly, surely not much, not much lacked acid, or at least you didn't feel it. No, I, I was definitely not feeling much. Exactly, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was good. I um, mean, I think that's, I think that's a, that's a silly take. I'm sorry, Graver, but. It's it's tradition it's tradition up here, and I think a, yeah. I think a wine is actually just that's what the girls do at Reading. Oh, this is true. Am I right, Tom? <laughs> the girls do frequently wine. So I mean, you could get involved with them if you fancy, but there's no there's no. No, I don't think we want to. Side of the club. I don't think we want to subject the Reading girls to graver. Um, Joel, have you got a hot take? I do, I do. Um, given the sort of. The niche, the niche chat that comes out of the mouths of goalkeepers like our friend Grill Waver. I think that um, hockey needs to take a page out of uh, Cricket's book and we need a live commentary from every goalie playing in, playing in hockey, particularly international hockey. I think that could add to the game significantly. We just had a live stream. Uh, scrap the commentators. We don't need the voice of hockey. We just need commentary from the goalkeeper. I can, I can get on board with that. For one reason only, and that's because George Pinn has retired from international hockey, so you don't have to listen <laughs> to his, his absolute tripe. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. That's why I think we should bring it in now. It, it, before, it would, it would have been a bit too early for us. Fair enough. I think that'd be quite cool. Um, well, at least I know from our experience, well, my days playing with Taylor more recently, uh, he is obviously, he's a, well, goalies more generally, a big part of their job is obviously the communication when they're not involved directly in the game so yeah I think it would also be quite insightful as well as you know I've still yet to find a normal goalkeeper so it'd definitely be like weird and wonderful noises I'm it not depends sure. what sort of game like if it was like the game against the fives then it would have had to been like the stream would have had to be edited quite quite a lot before it was able for public ears because I yeah. lost my head but like most games in the threes when I'm just watching the game in front of me I think I could do a job on commentary See, Joel, you've given that hot take, but you said just before we uh, went on air that part of the reason you can't listen to all the podcast episodes is because you're so done with Will's voice. So, I mean, not that Graham is getting anywhere near the international you know, arena to be broadcast anytime soon, but what, what, would, what would I have to pay you to listen to 70 minutes of Grilling Goal? Um, this is true, and then there's also the, the other factor that he's probably playing for the weaker team as well. So yeah. <laughs> there'll be some ranting as the Bulls are put past him. Um, exactly. <laughs> maybe we we'll put a little sort of uh, reverse subscription fee and the viewers get paid to watch hockey or something if, if, if Wade was playing. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find a way to right. get uh, viewers somehow and maybe paying the viewers is the way forward for England hockey. <laughs> <laughs> if England shocky don't get there first. My hot take... I think it's less of a hot take and more of just an observation or even a realisation I had in the, uh, the other day. British beer adverts are very um, deceitful. I remember when I was much younger and, you know, when you're watching sport, maybe, uh, you know, football or something like that, there's always loads of um, beer. There used to be loads of beer adverts. I was under the impression that something could be good, but not quite carling. Or that Strongbow was really cool because they had the bow and arrow in their advert. 
how wrong I was. I just wanted to sort of air that out, really. If you think about how, how you know, Foster's good call. No, it's not. It's a rubbish call. It's a great call, actually. You're, I'm, you're right on the Carling shout, but on Foster's, I will take a stand. Carling, I think Strongbow is another one. Um, but there, there's loads more that I, I just can't, you know, recall off the top of my head. But they had me thinking that Carling was an upmarket beverage. JT, is that I not just... advertising in general, mate? Well, no, obviously, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, maybe I suppose that a marketing ploy for Fosters wouldn't be Fosters. It's great and cheap, so students buy it. Yeah, like, like open a can in your pants in the back garden. <laughs> yeah, but you know, for some reason, I just realised the other day that you know, there's marketing and then there's you know lies, and that is lies. Um, <laughs> I just, I just wanted to air that out, really. <laughs> I don't really know it's if you need to comment on that. Above and beyond the FIH, to be honest. I'm not sure they can handle that for you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay, that, that's hot takes kind of done. Let's talk Reading. Let's talk you boys. Could you firstly introduce yourselves as hockey players? Perhaps, Joel, you could go first. Yeah, uh, I'm Joel. Play for Reading Uni first team, captain, and then play for the twos at the club as well, just down the road, Sonning Lane, uh, up the ding. Um, this year we played in the, I don't know what you call it, the Bucks at the South South Prem, sort of middle of the table. Um, yeah, decent. <laughs> what was the result Fair against enough. our twos in that, in that Prem, John? That was, I think, it was, was it three or four nil? I think it was four nil. Four nil, yeah. They were they were right, and um, we were, we played two games that week, and we're not really cut out for that kind of intensity. Yeah, excuses, excuses. <laughs> um, what about you, Lewis? Well, yeah, Reading Uni, same as Joe, obviously. Um, bit of a journeyman, so fours, threes, or twos as of recently. Um, any team you want, any team you fancy. Um, Mid table in all those leagues, and most recently <laughs> playing in varsity for the twos. At playing right wing, um, my best trait, I must say, is my pace. And as JT knows, that's pretty slow. So that says says a lot about my whole yeah. ability. But no, in, enjoyed the season, enjoyed the three years. Um, good win at Varsity for the final game. So very happy. Good, good stuff. And then talk, uh, you obviously just talked a little bit about how, how your season's been going. Distinctly mid-table by the sounds of it. Graver has a question about Reading. The one you texted me, Will. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it? What did I text you again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, if I did text you a question about Reading specifically. Oh, just text it to you, so oh yeah. I'll let you answer. Ask Why you. is Reading so shit at hockey? <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that could be to do with the port. I, I would argue that we actually overperform. Um, we don't have a sports degree and. Uh, football get priority over us on the Astros, so uh, to be playing at the level we do, I think I think it's. <laughs> well, I think you know when you say you don't have a sports degree, do you mean an, as in academic degrees? Because so because there's no academic degree, we have no support. So the university don't own the hockey pitch or the gym. Uh, we don't have okay. any access to to any sort of assistance. Um, we don't even get hockey coaches to home games most of the time. So. It's, it's, it's a bit budget. I mean, it's, I think it's just a bit of a travesty. You're down the road from one of you know the best known hockey clubs in the country, mm-hmm. um, but you know you play our second team. 
Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a good blend. It's a good blend. If you want to play good hockey, you can you can travel to Sonning Lane. And then you, yeah. you, can, you can social on a Wednesday as well. I think it's okay. It's okay. Well, Reading Hockey isn't any... even the top uh, sports in at the uni. There's also the Yacht Society, isn't there? Oh, yes. <laughs> yacht Society is next level. We're um, currently uh, uh, applying for a f- official accommodation from Rusi, our, our um, student union, and... Uh, we should be an official society soon, but it's actually one of the most subscribed societies at the university with uh, nearly, I think it's 300, 300 um, members at the moment. So uh, it's going strong and the boat, boat will be relaunched um, in Sonning. Uh, how, many, how many boats do you have in your fleet? Is it just the one dinghy at the moment? No, we have, um, we have one Voyager and uh, three uh, less substantial dinghies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! And mate, don't forget the one at Fred's as well, down in Ipswich. Yeah, We've got one there. Yeah, we do. We do have a, a fleet that sort of um, that is uh, located nationwide now, and uh, we've got lots of people sort of trying to have their their yachts um, submitted as part of our fleet as well. So it, it's looking very positive for the summer, and it's going to be a it all sounds, yachting season. It all sounds very uh, very happening, but m- more uh, close to home. Let's stay in Reading. Is it? Is it true that is it just you two that listen to the podcast, or has the inject chat flick fever spread further afield in Reading? And what are your thoughts more generally on the podcast? I did try sharing the podcast with the fellow men's side of the club. I don't know how wide a response that got. I must say there was a few few friends that were hockey badgers, as you boys would say. Uh, they did listen for a while. Um, I don't know. As of now, I, I was definitely an avid listener for the first sort of twenty five episodes. I've slanted off recently. Um, I'd just like to pick up Graver's point just quickly on Reading being shit. Um, <laughs> another, hot, uh, another hot take, if you will, JT. Yeah. Is that allowed? Thank you. The beach, uh, Reading's hockey stadium as such, gets better attendance than Nando's. And that's not even relative to the size of the uni. I am confident. Um, I played my last fours game just as an example, random Wednesday, and there was at least 350 people there, all extremely, extremely pissed, ready for a night out. I don't believe you get that at the Nando's. I could be wrong, but that would be my, um, that would be my hot take. And maybe not every, every, is that every Wednesday. It, is that I, every Wednesday? I won't lie, it's not every Wednesday, but we, we amass a crowd, a strong crowd every single Wednesday, regardless of who's playing. So it could be ladies fours. It doesn't matter about yeah. the, the quality of team. We always have a good turnout. It's just hockey. Well, I mean, it, it can't be, you know, dependent on the quality of the team because they're all rubbish. But yeah, I suppose, yeah, it, it could be right that you are more, you have better attendance across the club. I think, you know, you, you, you'd be hard pressed to have better support than our men's ones, um, you know, who come out sober or, or not on a Sunday or a Wednesday. Um, I think, yeah, you might be on something with the lower teams though. Uh, because we have so many successful teams competing at the same time across the country because we don't just play in regional leagues, we play in national leagues too. Um, so so you might uh, you might have more people around, you know, not playing their matches. We also, in the later parts of the Easter term, have teams still in the cup runs. So again, they're busy. Uh, so it's quite hard to, uh, it's quite hard to support when you're playing in semi-finals. Um, but yeah, fair enough. You, you, you say whatever you want to say. Um, just on Reading, has... uh, Reading uh, <laughs> people listening to EU 
uh, listen to Inject Chat Flick, I got a message on the Instagram account from a man called Elliot Cole. I, don't, I assume you two guys know him. But he was saying, he was saying how a lot of Reading Uni are currently in TP, so I should be making an appearance there. That was like 12.30 on a Saturday night before a game on a Sunday. And I, I had to decline. But he was like badgering me to come on the podcast. So I thought I'd just give him a shout out. Because he also agreed with yeah. a lot of my hot takes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's just, it's just levels, chaps. That's all it is. But anyway, what has your favourite episode been so far? Jolly, do you want me to take this one? You, you take this one first, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, do you know what? I was, I was most looking forward to the off-menu podcast, but JT put in a shocking, shocking display but I'm going to have to take uh, that one sort of out of, the, out of the thought. So I'm going to go with the kebab shop episode. It was nice just to get, um, I think you guys have mentioned it a lot before. It was nice to get, a, you know, a tour of Exeter as such, even though obviously not there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to coming down and trying some, I must say. Yeah, definitely. I think actually, Grave, you, you may or may not have twigged this so far, but I think Lewis and Spitz are actually quite uh, similar chaps. So um yeah, that they, there's no surprise that Lewis was interested in the Kebab episode. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't sampled one or two of them already, Lewis, on your on your forays down to the southwest. I never really make it that to that stage of the night, JT. I'm usually in bed yeah. by about one, I must say. So it's been it's yeah. Been poor well, that's how we do. That's how we do in Exeter. Um, obviously, you two are well, maybe not obviously for our listeners. You two are, are mates from home of ours. So Lewis is from Dorset, like me, and then Joel is from somewhere east, like Graver. Graver wanted to know what I was like at, at you know at school in in years gone by, and then and then same question to Joel about Graver. A uh, great Graver, I must say, JT hasn't changed much. That doesn't that, surprise that, me. I, at all i think I, he's the same from when i met him about 13 14 he was he uh, very, like a very mature school oh my god when he didn't get head of house <laughs> <laughs> god oh, oh. Dear. <laughs> no you know what jt hasn't changed uh but no yeah. in, a, in a very good way i mean he's still worse than his sister at hockey if that's what you want to know that's been the same for a few years but no it hasn't changed at all exactly how how you know him now yeah, that's true. Joel, I heard rumours that Graver has reinvented himself at uni. So I'm interested to hear your take on this. Um, well, I heard these rumours t- too until I came to uh, visit in the, the summer last year. And uh, my findings concluded that he sort of lived the exact same existence as he did at school. Um, <laughs> formed the same relationships with uh, similar people and loves hockey and sort of underperforms with his academic work. Um, <laughs> oh, that's quite an accusation, Graver. Are you underperforming? I w- oh, I wouldn't say so. I mean, <laughs> well, you got a two-one, and I've been told that you're quite clever, although you've hidden yeah. it well. I wouldn't say so... I underperformed at school. I'd say I'm probably performing worse at uni. Now I've got the fruits of uh, hockey and other other extracurricular activities to. Yeah, when Did I, you when specify I said, when those extracurricular activities? He, doesn't, he, he always does extremely well, but he should probably do better. But he just loves hockey too much, which is probably no criticism, really. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like he's getting it right to me. <laughs> a bit weird, though, that you're, you know, so engrossed in the hockey, despite not playing at a high level, though. 
I think that's just a good club man. I think maybe yeah. even like club man of the year material. For uh, for you Reading boys, Graver is trying to put his hat in the ring for club man of the year, which is pro- well probably the most prestigious award at our end of season uh, dinner. But what with him being on committee, he's not in, he's not allowed to get it because technically he's part of the awarding sort of <coughs> panel, as it were. So he's trying to self-nominate. I mean, if he's doing that, then I'll have captain of the year. Surely um, there's no self-noms. No, unfortunately that sort there's of not. Award. That's your little club, well, though. Back yourself. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately not. I mean, although you're probably, there probably should be some self-noms going on. We, uh, you know, the very nature of volunteering is that you volunteer. So you don't just give yourself an award at the end. Unfortunately, Graver still is yet to process that. Dear me. But anyway, thank you boys for joining us. I think that's all the questions I've got really. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Hopefully you keep listening to the podcast. We've only got a week left until Easter, although this is episode 39 of the 40 Days of Lent. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Hopefully you enjoyed it. No, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for having us. It's been great. No worries. Uh, I have no idea what's coming up next week. I need to sort of get my We've actually together. planned this. We've got till yeah. Thursday and that's it. And we're done. We're free exactly. from this. All right. Well, JT, are, are you gonna are you gonna continue this afterwards? Uh, yeah, we are. We are after a short hiatus for exams, etc. Exciting. We will, we will return. We'll get back on the horse. So yeah, look forward to that. Anyway, on my EG, on your EG.